0: This is Moss Whelan and Story in Mind. I'm just scoping the sky. I don't think it's going to rain. But I sort of... This is a coast, coastal barometer. Inbuilt barometer. Okay, so topic... Something I noticed doing a short a short story for the local science fiction association. Less local, more provincial. The equivalent would be a state. And uh, so the province of British Columbia, a.k.a. BC. But I did this short short story, and one thing I noticed was that I I, it, I was turning, so it wasn't static, it wasn't just this flat line, you know, of go, 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 go. There was this ongoing uncertainty as to what was going to happen, and my main character was... Constantly shifting, uh, being concerned about things that were happening immediately, but also, say, the big picture and uh, how they wanted to go, uh, how they wanted things to go. Uncertainty, there was a lot of uncertainty. And even that did not. Uh, stay still. You know, there were moments of, oh, good. It's going to be okay. And this is all in the matter of 3,000 words. And one of the terms, uh, yeah, one of the terms um, to describe it is turning. And so that there's this rising and falling kind of a wheel of fate that the main character is rising Uh, yeah, things are going to be okay some peaking a zenith maybe crashing down right away being disappointed and this is very internal it's not uh, it's in reaction to and behavior is, is coming from that. Things are not working out, so, okay, switch gears. Um, throw a tantrum. Could be all kinds of things. I was hearing about one of the kids in my family, uh, say not my kids, but you know cousins, that there were some tantrums going on and even though we position that as like oh tantrums that's what you know kids have those i swear i've had internal tantrums i've had explosions even going back to them and and saying to myself you know oh no it's good you know to express this stuff before it explodes still sort of say that we barely have a handle as human beings characters in our own right uh you know maybe we've got a grip all the time but maybe that's not a bad thing maybe maybe we've we've got to let go and live a little bit or say the person who doesn't leave their house in a sense they don't leave their cocoon the safety um ever, in a way. There's a kind of Buddha quality to that. Right? You know, you, you grow up and, you know, within these walls and you never know uh, danger and suffering. And then the flip side is, but danger and suffering are bad. Why would you ever want to? Uh, we're, we're also all geared in one way or another. Right the the culture that surrounds us in in a weird way. There's a kind of corporate sense that the body, uh, the corporation, that is the culture. It, it wants the best for itself, and how can it you know have the best and uh, whatever definition that is. Because you you know you go from culture to culture, and this is how we do it here, right? Um, just jump over the border. You know we're right on the border with the states, and there's a different modus operandi, M O. There's a different way of doing things, subtle uh, and yet profound. It's marked. I know some old, older science fiction people, not really, you know, it's just 20 years difference, but they, uh, you know, at one point they were saying, is this a disagreement about how I was doing things? Because, um, you know, to be a pain in the butt, I'm using single quotation marks, uh, to make a point, to make a statement, Moss, are you an Anglophile or something? And we're not British. And there's that yes and no. These folks, this guy in particular, he's from the States. And there's that quality of influence and then also, say, of resistance you know, yeah, we're similar, you know, we're speaking the same language, writing the same language, but with these little nagging differences. Uh, My book, when I did it, totally flipped over all the spelling. You know, I I had the the British spelling of things, etc. And uh, double quotation marks. I think I was using double quotation marks But it was more, say, the spelling that I became conscious of. And that there's this preference. Oh, you know, if it's going to be in the States, it has to be for the States. And then for me, I extended that to this is an argument. So a book written in French has to be translated into English slash American to be consumed you know you can't can't read a book in French etc 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 so how does, <laughs> how does let's get back to the topic as we get onto the street here the first loop looping street there might be a sunrise it's a little bit cloudy not the porridge that it was yesterday so the topic is uh one one guy um this is Charlie uh creative writer slash historian. And uh, so he's in the States. East, I'm pretty sure. And Charlie, Charlie Allison. And so Charlie Allison, I said, hey, take a look at this. Part of it was that, say, I, I, I would say experimenting. And I was allowing myself kind of out of the box and to... Uh, I'd say be writing more for myself sharing something you know that I was excited about and Charlie responded back and he said it's very fluid and I thought oh that's interesting because there's that uh, Bruce Lee quality like say that there's a meme slash interview quote where Bruce Lee talks about being like water uh, adapting to situations rather than being strict and that say, you're broken. This is me talking to myself, you know, sort of, I'm going, you know, ooh, isn't that what it is? Isn't that, you know, say I'm resisting. I'm putting up my hand going, no. <laughs> and I, thinking back and going, I've always been like that. You know, putting up my hand and, and refusing. You know, don't tell me what to do. Uh, if I want to do something, I'm going to do it. Which is good, but it also can be bad. Uh, and so this fluid quality. Uh, after Charlie said this, I went, like, say, right now I'm sitting down and I'm working on a chapter, thinking about what he said and this rolling quality and not just rolling but say all of a sudden it lurches and things go in new fresh directions Um, because say that there's this pattern after a while of oh now we're going up now we're going down now we're going up now we're going down and to uh, bring in Situations and shake it up so it's not all the same. Moss, how do you do this? How do you do this thing? It's the usual to say, you know, you read a lot, you write a lot. I'm just getting into um, audiobooks uh, because I. I was like, wait a second, you know, maybe the library system has improved with um, getting out books. Because I tried it a couple years ago, I guess, maybe more. And I think it sort of was in the infant stage. And it was really um, not user-friendly. This reminds me of say the other night. There's this graphic user interface, and, uh, you're just, and it says touch, right? Touch ID. So we're sitting there, touching, touching, trying to get you know this fingerprint thing to work on the screen, and then realizing, oh no no no, it's the button. You 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 push. You rest your, you don't push the button, you rest your thumb or fingerprint. You put it on the button and then it scans. You know, this is after, you know, this is minutes. And there's this assumption that it's like, well, everybody's going to pick this up. And then my first thought was, you know, kids, right? But the thing too is that, that kid experiment experiences it has to do with trial and error and being, you know, uh, playing with it, experimenting, and it's it's when we shut down and give up and go to someone else and go, okay, I'm totally, <laughs> I've totally lost here. And and it's I think an unfair assumption as well, you know. Children are geniuses. "Mm, I don't know. Come on, Moss. We got to hand over world power, world control to the children. Yeah, that'll be that'll be great. But also too, what you know, what would they do? It would be interesting to say just, you know, put them in power to see what happens. play. We want more fun. Maybe. And then back to tantrums. Uh, Good morning. The crows are returning from their, their murder. They have a nightly murder. So, when does this happen i'm i 'm editing these days i'm and i 'm editing my stuff i 'm not editing other people 's stuff i uh, actually you know I would like to edit other people 's stuff and i 've sat down as i 'm saying this i 'm going, "Oh, this sucks because uh, i I really do want to get behind um, you know, there's the, there's some really great work out there that is, uh it's not getting the, you know, the sunshine, it's not getting the sunlight on it. And so, as I'm saying this, I'm thinking, well, no, but I can, you know, I can say, share my interest, you know, and sort of point it out to other people and say, hey, look at this. I didn't have to necessarily sit down with a manuscript. Just a while ago, it was about reading, I think it was the first chapter, and I said, I can do that. I can read a first chapter. I think, think, yeah, technically say I could still do that, and uh, I don't know about you, but for me, it's this... um, sort of obsessed, obsession. Maybe say you walk away from it for a while, but ultimately you have to return and you're you're working on your stuff. Not just writing, you know, but uh, where you're at. A bit of therapy, um, self-reflection. So the topic is the changing nature of thought and that that it's appealing it's appealing it's normal it's natural I I find it interesting say when when those characters who are operating on several levels that say that they'll have their external that they're going to work right people perceive them the persona the ego oh this is so and so and they do such and such maybe we don't have access specifically to the character but that's you know we're looking at them as more than functioning on one level and all of a sudden this person loses it you know that they have a tantrum you know that's interesting stuff Maybe we get a bit of background uh, before, after, but, you know, so-and-so is the, the linchpin of the company, right? And, you know, they, they carry, they carry the load. Or maybe it's in the family, right? And they're sort of, they're the one who holds up the whole thing. I'm thinking that has multiple meanings, multiple meanings. You mean like holding up a store, like robbing a store? Ah, that the, the character is the uh, the strength, right? The the pillar. Um, there's some there's some literary examples there. Of, say people who are but uh, say that they're flawed because just to have that one note of expectation. Oh, there's this person. I'm thinking of the comic book character, the thing. You know, here's here's this sort of like, oh, really bulky and uh strength and invulnerable, but has the you know the heart of gold, sensitive, uh you know, really concerned about say, used to be really concerned about ugly, right? You know, no longer being human in a sense. Uh, is literally a thing, an object, rather than a human being, and that's, it, and that's lovely stuff. A Voice out from the audience is saying, you know, "Yeah, but get on with the story, right? You know, stop didd- diddle dawdling." And uh, I was listening to this audio book, Redwall. Uh, Slightly fantasy, medieval. Sort of wind in the willows. I think very wind in the willows. And... Basically, trouble comes to town. But there were these moments where... There's descriptions of food. And it didn't go on and on. But it were these moments of... Even the reader was having this sort of... uh, Their voice, voice changed. And... Not that it was poetic, but it was sort of sumptuous, these sumptuous descriptions of, of food. Uh, and then came, you know, the, the, baked, the baked salmon and the smell and so on and so forth. But again, it wasn't overboard. And it, say it was, say, the shifting of gears and the food up, up to that point. I think it was, say, the first part of the book. And two, food did not always appear. But when it did, whew, it was good. There's a slight segue connected, though, to this idea of, of uh, behavior, of, say, this rolling kind of change you know, that we're constantly... Rolling, rolling, rolling. Uh, is it a bad thing? I think it's a, a human thing. Say, if, if the rolling is just, say, the three-act, where we have a character rising... Let's see, how does it go? For three-act, it's... We start with falling, uh, and then we're rising to the middle, then we're falling to the crisis, and then we rise... So I'm going, is that that two rolls? For for a full circle, for a full um, wheel of fate, we're starting off at a high. Actually, yeah, so that's a difference. That's a difference. Because I've seen some people with the wheel, and I'm going, it's not quite right. As far as a three-act structure but this is to say that within that there's this movement there's um, the struggle uh, the object of desire wanting something you can't have it you obtain it Uh, you shouldn't there's a cost to pay Uh, you know and you pay the price do you return it um is it taken from you You know, but this is a good thing. (laughs) You're at Mount Doom. Your finger gets bit off. Whew! (laughs) That was a close one. That was a Lord of the Rings reference. Crows flying overhead and off in the distance. And I... Part of me goes... Why do they leave? Why don't they just stay up in the trees? Um, And then part of my mind is going, well, maybe it's like penguins. Um, Also the social aspect, right? You know, get together. Um, But also, how how does it work? Is it like just this one large corporate body? You know, is there a... uh, crow sacrifice like, you know, saying they've lifted up this particular crow and said, you know know, we we worship you as the god crow, the goddess crow but, you know, we're gonna (laughs) things are gonna go bad at the end but it's for a good cause so there's the ha ha bird or the ha ha can hear it just starting up so we rise and we fall also in in editing it's very behind the scenes it, it is like say you know you're sitting down with a car And tinkering, taking it apart, possibly going further, seeing how it works. I want to say, well, most people just, you know, they buy the car, they get in, they use it. It's, you know, not working very well. Maybe even breaks down. They take it in to get repaired. Or they don't even wait. You know, they're always moving on to the next car, the next car, the next car. And leaving this... um, wrecking yard in their wake I thought I heard doves or pigeons rock doves for a second that would be a great name for a a band and yet not (laughs) but it's like you know the rock doves Maybe it could be an actual, um, or sort of like an animated thing. Maybe like a comic book, a graphic novel, and it's all about these birds. But there's this distinction between uh, doves and pigeons, and and yet rock doves, it's the same thing. They're from the same family, but um, the white pigeons versus... And, all about music. There's a moon in the sky, but it's uh, milky. It's got some clouds in the way. The sky's lightning. It's getting lighter. Lightening. So, let's see how we are. well we're getting pretty close to the midpoint. So let's head on down to the uh, other loop, the other street. So we're at the midpoint. Success. Yes, we've reached this aha moment, but it's a false success. Uh, Everybody's getting together and working on something. Part of the reason for sending the short that I worked on, usually I don't do it exactly like it. Like, um, uh, let's see. Say it, it wasn't a workshop, right? Say I wasn't, say, let's do a swap. It more had to do with, on one hand, promoting the association, the science fiction, the local science fiction club, and in that, too, I keep thinking about this. It's, it's science fiction. It's fiction. It's not movie, right? It's... it's uh, I've, I've been thinking about the, the literal meaning. And then, say, people will go off and do computer games, you know, say, etc. But the, the meaning in the sense of, say... Storytelling, you know, and that you know before science fiction, there was fiction. There was fiction and nonfiction. You know, here's something that's true. Here's something that's not. I got a chance to be in a class. I didn't do very well at it, but I, it was sort of say in post, um, like say after the class. I say, oh, I you know I get something out of it, which is. That there are these travel stories, you know, that say sailors come back from their journeys, you know, abroad and, you know, to strange new worlds. And they return with these stories and, you know, they're, they're making up these uh, descriptions of people, exaggerations, perhaps. Uh, there's a sort of odyssey, Odysseus, you know, going from place to place to place, island to island, having these adventures. And there's a long tradition of this. Uh, but, but sharing this short story that I did... It was a couple of things. It wasn't, it wasn't about money. You know, yeah, there is an angle of, say, promotion, branding. But it's something that, say, it was, it's PDF, so I can point people to it. And I can say, oh, hey, you know, you can check out my stuff. It's in this uh, zine, this club zine or fanzine. And I'm doing things that are particular to myself. Perhaps that I share with others, but let's say, you know, you could go and go, oh, you know, what's, what's going on here? What's this? So both, you say, please to share it, but also sort of pulling back. And there's a quality of rolling. There's a quality of uh, fluidity, right? So it's not just stuck in, in, you know, a rut. Um Not a great feeling either, you know, to be sharing something and then running, you know and, and, and being uh, afraid of uh, criticism, because you know, you, you, you're putting something out there. But also investing it's a weird thing because you know we're human, we want that. Uh, we want to get feedback, but at the same time, uh, pulling away. Just even from, say, trolldom, right? You know, say, uh, haters or... It's a weird thing. I, You know, I found myself almost positioned. I'm sure that, say, I've walked away from some situations where it's like, you know, you're a troll. That that external, you know, you're sort of like just, you know, know, swaggering in and, uh, you know, interacting, leaving... And someone's going to be pointing finger like, that's a jerk. And then vice versa. Somebody else is going to go, well, he seemed, you know, (laughs) seemed like somebody who writes stuff. A storyteller, I guess. There's another quality of the Wheel of Fate. I'm thinking of uh, Joss Whedon. And on one level, there's this kind of, uh, there's a sense of betrayal, you know, that we thought he was something. And then now upon reflection, etc. you know, uh, conjecture, evidence, no, he's, he's just as flawed as everyone, even though say we might be sitting there attempting to preen and, and, uh. To not be flawed. You know, say, to come across as somebody who's got it all together. Uh, emulating. Um, imitating. And then all of a sudden, you know, this character, this mask, is, is just shatters. You know, and here's the linchpin of the company on the floor. And... Uh, there's a description. There's going back to Achilles, where Achilles loses it. You know, Achilles is the superhero, you know, and all of a sudden it's just going wrong and backfiring and you know, it's not working out the way he wants it to. And you know, he's I don't know if he was on the floor, but there was definitely a tantrum that happens. It's worth turning in you know, tuning into. I think it's in the movie Troy but also that they don't go all out. When I read it, I the translator did a great job, right? Cuz I was just whoa. <laughs> wow. It's it's right up there with the the um the Greek deities uh what is it the Greek deities having foibles, uh having affairs uh you know, there's this barbarity to them. There's this extreme extreme um, behavior, reaction, jealousy, cursing people. Cursing people. There's rape. It's sort of like, say, they're the best in us. There's this expectation. Then they're the worst. Right? And And all of a sudden I'm looking at the sky, you know, <laughs> Don't take it personally. It's too <laughs> late, Moss. Thunderbolts and all kinds of... You know, my legs have turned into serpents. <laughs> You'll never get over this, Moss. So, you know, within the, the, the greater wheel of... Uh, you know, the plot, the story at hand, you know, that, I guess, I guess it's, it's the story, yes, but it's also the moment, that the moment is in movement, the moment is changing, it's revolving. I think I see a a neighbor I know who has a, a cute dog that I based a character off of. Okay, so we're heading towards the, the crisis point. And morning blue <laughs> uh, So we've got... We've got a character. I, I think the word I'm I'm looking for earlier it was an H word. And it has to do with just completely losing it. It's like it's like the adult version of a tantrum. And you say it and you go, oh, it's like a tantrum for grown-ups. Uh, and two, always skirting that. It was that was something that I noticed when I was you know, sending off my short story. And two, I broke, I broke rules. And I, my thinking was, I'm just sharing this, right? I'm not, you know, I'm not asking for money. Uh, I'm I'm loving the opportunities. So the readers for this are science fiction heads and they're local. Maybe some, you know, other people uh, in post-geography, I think... William Gibson has called it or is calling it. That, you know, that this is our limitations now. That we're, we're living in a, uh, in a world that's post-geography. Still thinking about that age word. It's like, why is that? Uh, Achilles. So, the, so the, the present tense, the now, that there's this quality of uh, change and that, uh, I don't know about you, but for myself, uh, it feels like, say, I'm constantly reaching for, reaching for this quality, right, this, uh, this experience that, of being okay, that is balanced. But it's, say, like rocking a boat and, and, you know, attempting to calm the boat down. Uh, if, you, if you stand up, you know, it's probably game over. So you're attempting to crouch, hold on to the sides, and, and ride, it, ride it out. You know, maybe you can counterbalance. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, the mind... The mind is so primed and ready, uh, getting back to Achilles again, that there's this expectation. You know, this is, you know, I'm this demigod, I'm this superhero, you know, nothing can hurt me, And, I, and that, but all of a sudden I've been slighted. Uh, I, th- I think the problem in question, or problem in point was that his cousin dies, and I think the setup was that Achilles goes, no, you know, I'm upset. This was the beginning of it, that, that uh, he doesn't feel like he's getting the comps or he doesn't feel like he's getting the, uh, uh, a fair shake, right? A deal. You know, he's, he's the number one guy, so he should be treated like, you know, important. And that's not happening I think it's Agamemnon is sort of, you know, <laughs> giving him the cold shoulder. He's like, no, I'm not going to. Uh, and two, he's a divo. That's what, it, instead of a diva, Achilles is a devo. Uh, but, you know, everyone is. And uh, Agamemnon also. And so he's, you know, he's playing it. Going, no, I'm not going to give you what you want. But also too interesting that uh, Achilles is not, even you know, even though with all his super powers and um, charm, charisma, uh, he's not the top guy. And so it's, I think it's that it's the desire to be the top, and to be um, thinking back to this kid in my family, the center of attention, right? The center of attention, and. Recently, you know, with the pandemic, I was Zooming with family and I got to see a member of my family outdoing me, right? That I'm going, wow, maybe that's where I get it from, right? That I've picked up this quality or that we all have this quality of self-importance and not in a bad way, right? That this person, it was fun. They dressed up, they put on a show, um, played music, you know, and, and I found myself, I was in the back seat. I was finding myself, I'm in the audience. And I was appreciative. You know, a little bit envious, of course. But, but all, that it is, um, too much is to the detriment. Like say, you know, somebody who gets. Say, you, if you get what you desire, Especially, say, early on. Especially, if you get the thing. uh, You know, are you going to have an Icarus, just to continue with Greek mythology? You're going to have this fall. You know, you reach this amazing height. And then at the same time, just, it's over. Or even that, say, you don't get to the top. You get close. You're reaching for it. And then your wings... The wax is melted and you're just, you know, you're losing, falling. But it's a weird thing because uh, are we? You know, is there a way to sort of shift gears and uh, your character, my character, my main character, can they, you know, be in the moment? This is getting back to mindfulness. Can they unplug from all of that stuff? desire um, or say the belief you know that oh we're not enough you know I'm not enough in order to be so I have to be such and such and so and so I have to wear those clothes I have to not be myself Uh, and in that I think is the secret is that our characters are desperately and to the best ones are desperately trying not to be themselves and to some degree, are you know, they're successful in not being themselves. Uh, yeah, they're not trying. They're doing. I- is it that quality early on, you know, where we're putting on the makeup? Guys, too. And, uh, are, you know, wearing the clothes. Guys, too. <laughs> Maybe we could flip it around. Um, growing the beard. Gals, too. This this quality of like say fashion, you know what what is the standard? Uh, what are the clothes that where you sort of look? And you go, oh, that's it. If I wear those things, you know, and then other people are going to have the same kind of reaction. And two, a quality. A quality of emotion, or a mix of motion, emotion, to that. So, we passed the midpoint. Are we? We are definitely at the crisis. So let's say for the the crisis, for the main character, the character that I had that their crisis was, uh, and two, I was going from my, my own, like say where I was at, and thinking about, okay, well, what would, what would sort of shift gears for me? And what, what would sort of fix things up and everything would be okay? And uh, so I had my character going through that, um, I could relate and I think say others could relate or say people, um, I think others could relate like any kind of say desperate desperation that, that resonates and we all go, oh yes, yes, that, that, that that's the thing. Uh, even if it's not particular I'm seeing a truck uh, a noisy gas powered truck going by sounds like they need to take it into the shop uh, or spend some time with it, you know something else that happened with the short story was um, I did spend time with it I had fun uh, and there was that quality of uh, the, that quality of it wasn't um, there wasn't a deadline and I, and I wasn't it was instead of doing my best because there's that you know oh I have to you know go over it and over and over it i did go over and over and over my short story but i was enjoying myself and uh that is something that i haven't experienced for a while you know say i've put myself into this box and gone oh okay in order to be successful at this i have to xyz or Z, if you're in canada or England, or New Zealand, or Australia, etc. Just a sort of a mind moment that I said X Y Z instead of X Y Z, because if you're in Canada, it's X Y Z. But no, you know, I had a moment. You know, is that is that all the TV stuff from the states that? Uh, that i'm uh, <laughs> i'm next door so i get to hear all these things next door so we're we're moving into the final act of this episode there it is there's the ha ha So started off talking about fluidity and movement and what if, getting back to Bruce Lee, what if, say, it would be interesting to say to have a character as kind of a counterpoint juxtaposition that there's a character who is that and who's flexible, fluid, changes their shape to fit whatever the situation is. One of my big blow-ups recently was finding myself in a situation where it it just dawned on me. Like, I was always, I was agreeing and I was going along with and I was just, it's like, I don't want to have a fight. I don't want to stand up and go, look, you're a jerk and you're saying jerk things and, and, uh, and I just had it. I just had it, and I just said, "Look, da 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 da." I didn't get backed up. I didn't feel backed up, supported. Uh, and it would have been an easy thing if for these people to just sort of go, "Okay." <laughs> I remember years ago, and I was this is at Douglas College, which is near Vancouver. It's in the area, and. I was in this class and we were talking and there was comments about China and that say China's not a democracy uh, and I'm just sort of piecing together this memory and so these little comments and it, and it wasn't like the whole thing was bashing it wasn't like the whole thing was China bashing but it was about halfway through after, and then these <laughs> comments were made and then boom ...you know, this student... uh, ...and I'm sort of... ...in my mind at the time... ...that I pegged them as being ESL... ...that they were a foreign student... ...and that this... ...this was coming from a place of... ...you know, national pride... Uh, ...or was it coming from a place of... ...there was some kind of pride... ...you know... uh, ...the luxury of... ...you know, hindsight... I'm going, whoa, wait a minute, you know, maybe this was a something else, Um, but maybe it had nothing to do with, uh, you know, personal, maybe it had to do with a, you know, private, maybe their love life was on the rocks or, uh, but for some reason, and for some passion, you know, they detonated and stood up and said, you know, stop saying these things about China, Loudly, right? And uh, in my own case, I I look at it as um, also connected to uh, my mental health situation that say, here's somebody who's subtly leaning on me uh, and this false equivalency that they're Their agenda is that, you know, they're wanting this, just this slight agreement, right, that um, and too behind it is knowing that this, how this person is, that uh, they don't believe black lives matter. They believe all lives matter. Moss, we're over that. We've moved on. Uh, (laughs) Not me. I've, I've kind of moved back home. I've, You know, I've sort of, um, it was a terrible moment because, because it tested friendships and then the friendships lost, the, the relationships lost, uh, it was taking a stand on something and it didn't have to, it was, you know, just a group of people, you know, just, there were no, um, there were no black people there, there were no, uh, It was, you know, two, yeah, four people and I lose my shit and I swear and, uh, swear, yell, shout. And I was saying, get out of here, get out, get out. And, uh, but also that say, you know, I'm a, I'm a person who's, um, at war with themselves. I would say that we struggle. You know, most people are struggling. Most of our characters are struggling. But not all of them are at war. And not all, you know, a psychomachia, right? A psycho, you know, the mind, the psyche, and machia, battle, war. And here's somebody who's suggesting, subtly, that... where they're what they're arguing about is just as valid as, as my own. And they've they've got an agreement going out of politeness, out of this sort of um, civility. Oh yes, well, well, you know, so attempting to move on, attempting to move on, and this person keeps returning to it. The agreement is, you know, we're in a situation where the politics there's not we're not political, right? Nobody has mentioned political parties or situations. That said, I have expressed, you know, my concern for the end of the local language that's being that's not being spoken uh, out of sight, out of mind, the erasure of a culture in a way, a way of being, living. <laughs> the crows just one just flew by a little too close um so i you know what was was me losing it did i lose it right that afterwards i was like going no i'm not going to be upset i'm not going to be upset for you know getting upset about something that is so important and uh On one path for me is you know is was this a triggering event? Was this a uh, being convinced right this the subtlety of being convinced, and I was surrounded by uh, these people as a kid uh, and too I don't think all of them, but also I came out of that environment. Um, occasionally I'll notice it of myself right, of talking with people, but also behind the scenes there's this manipulation at work and I described it to one person, not my you know, youth, my childhood and uh, (laughs) well there's the connection, Uh, grooming and that I I found myself recently in this that uh, here's a person who's Grooming, white supremacy. Subtly, uh, you know, well, it's the same thing. This is a false equivalency. False, it's not equal equivalency. Uh, is hate and fear equal to love? Good morning, bro. Uh, good morning. Uh, <laughs> is, it, is it equal, to, you know? No, of course not, right? Beating someone up is not the same as, you know, greeting them and giving them, you know. Um, and, and to for me, there's a quality of mental illness in that. <laughs> I think I'm being asked for some food. I'm sort of checking. I don't have any food no, no dog biscuits, so I'll have to come back, I guess. I'll come back, I'll come back. I think I'm getting some signals, which is nice. Why? Yeah, I'm definitely getting some signals, so I'll head home and get some some food and stuff like that. I'll come back with some doggy biscuits. So how are we doing? almost there What was the upshot the upshot is that I, I left that situation and uh, it had been building it wasn't like it was something that had happened all of a sudden it was something that was slowly happening because deep down I knew what this person was doing and it, it kept coming back to that that um, their politics uh, that say that, that they agree to politicizing racism. And, you know, me, it's just straight-up crime. It's hate crime, and that this person is cultivating that. And I'm sure they're rushing around from place to place and gathering people together, gathering the villages together, you know, and pushing just ever so slightly pushing, right, towards white supremacy, racism, you know, not advocating violence, not advocating murder. Uh, (laughs) But they're concerned. They're concerned. And, uh, yeah, you know, whereas too, and, you know, there had been you know, I've laughed at their jokes before and I've, you know, been civil. And the other part of it, though, is that, say, there there was a house rule in the Zoom and uh, these Zoom socials that, uh, you know, we're not going to do that. We're not going to go there. Right. We're not going to uh, get involved in that. Uh, and th- that wasn't the case, and uh, and too, they they'd been pushing for so long, so long. And as I was leaving, they denied being a racist, and you know that <laughs> that's just well, there you go. You know, you walk like a duck, sound like a duck, smell like a duck. would it have been better wow this crow is like really really wanting to get the the stuff i i'll just go i'm just heading home i'm just heading home uh come back don't forget me moss i'm famished i've been i've been at a murder all night this is the crow talking So we end with oh there we go we're ending so the topic has been the sort of fluidity of, of, of fluidity of the character right they're not a single note there's stuff going on underneath even deeper stuff going on and uh, the push and the pull in the play alright take care and thanks for listening